Sometimes I feel like my only friend is the city I live in, the city of angels. Lonely as I am, together we cry. I drive on the streets, cause she's my companion. I walk through the hills, cause she knows who I am. She sees my good deeds, and she kisses the morning, good afternoon, good night. Welcome to the Back Porch Conjure. I am E5 Bale. 
Grab a seat, cop a squat, get a pillow, a chair, hell, sit right here on the stoop. Get your drink on. Get some water, some tea, some coffee, you know, something cold, something hot. Shit, it's 3 o'clock somewhere, for real. Get your drink on. It's been a minute. It's been a minute because so many things have been going around in the world. And when I tell you when you can't do but so much, the best thing you can do is pray. Prayer works, you know, and so many things have been happening, you know, so many, so many that sometimes you have to take a step back and be like, whoa, you got to unplug from the matrix and be like, whoa, because seeing somebody come in and shoot up a school Watching a lady unalive her husband on live. Watching young kids in elementary school pimp your daughters, charging $3 for kisses and $2 for hugs. Watching females get disrespected by the man that they say is their partner. Watching people throw shade at each other. Watching spiritual people start dogging each other out. It's so much. That sometimes you have to unplug from the matrix. You got to step back and be like, yo, this ain't mine. This, 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 why this is at my door? But sometimes the best thing to do is pray. Pray. Just pray. Prayer works. I don't care what nobody else say. Prayer works. Pray. Pray. I don't care who you pray to. You could pray to the great fucking eggplant. Hey. But prayer works. Centering yourself and saying, I pray every night before I go to bed and I pray every morning when I get up. It's now become a habit. When I don't do it, I feel I feel unbalanced. I don't feel good. My day ain't going to go good. I'm so used to now of just praying. And, you know, you have those friends or those people and you say, dog, you know, I really want to say, nah, I don't know what your mood is. I don't know what your mental is. I don't need to be arguing because I'm not going to take it personal because you might be going through something. Guess what? I pray for you. I will. I, I will pray, honey. I praise. Because I'm not here to get in your business, even though it's funny to me when people go, oh, my God, people in my business. Well, you post it on social media. So we just want to update. We want to know what the fuck is going on. Did you get it? Did, did he cheat? Did she cheat? Is that your baby? Like, you posted it. So we just asking the normal question, girl, what's the update? All people in my business, then don't post it. Because, see, when you post it, it becomes everybody's business. Now it's a part of the Facebook news. So, hey, then don't post it. Um, Like I said, it was a lot that has been going on. And it is best sometimes to unplug. You know, I watch, right? And it is, trust me, it's not a fear because I, I know how to stand my ground. But you know how you will make a video and somebody has to do at it 
and be like, oh, well, this person, and I've been seeing a lot of that lately on TikTok, and it baffles me. You Now, if I'm doing something that is not right, right, and I'm going to explain this because people seem to get it confused, right, or as I say, get me fucked up. So if I post about making a bath or if I post about, you know, the energy for the week, Someone wants to do at it and go, well, this right here is wrong. And this is the reason why it's wrong. Why couldn't you just call me? Oh, you don't have my number. You don't even know me. So you want to dissect something that we're in the video. And I'm not saying this didn't happen to me, but I've been seeing it happen to a lot of people. Where did it say that this was law? This is what I felt that I thought it's going to work for me first. And I'm sharing it with those that may need it to give them some kind of help, boost, closure, prosperity, like whatever it is. I'm not asking for nothing here. So there was this, this sister, she had posted, she had made a, a meme and a video, right? And it was really cool. It wasn't disrespectful, you know? And somebody was like, oh, you can't talk about the ancestors like that. Now, mind you, this young lady is initiated. So she let them know, like, you're you're coming for me, but on what, what accord? But then when I looked at the person, and it's usually the person that comes for you, it, the loudest noise is a car with empty gas. <laughs> so she has, like... 80 something thousand followers. Here this person got a hundred, no lie, 157 people on their page. And I'm like, oh, they do anything for clout. Oh, he's trying to find new followers. Oh, now mind you, he do readings and all that online and no one's paying attention. Why? No one likes a bully. This is what I've learned over the years of doing lives and doing all of this. Yeah, people want you to be authentic. That is correct. People want you to be transparent about some things. That's great. What people don't like is bullying, is embarrassing other people, is sitting on here crying for the masses. And the only way these tears would dry up if someone sends you a cash app. Now you're so happy. There are a few spiritual folks that do this. And like I said, transparency. If you believe in what walks with you, if you are learning how to come out of the poverty mindset, if you are learning financial literacy, if you are changing the narrative on how you view finances, health, mental health, shadow work, clearing your, your, your karmatic debt, um, getting therapy, holding yourself accountable, being consistent and making it about you first. 
then you won't have to get online and cry a river. You have some women that will constantly say, oh, women are not my friend. I can't trust them. Well, hold up that mirror. Because unless you know all trillion, billion women on this planet, and you don't, the first one you should correct, heal, hold accountable, do some shadow work, go to some therapy, and active therapy, and I'll explain that later, before you start holding that magnifying glass on everybody else. Like I said, there's a lot been going on. I remember when I had got on a line and I did a live and my godmother then, she ripped me a new asshole. And I, I could not say anything, right? Because what she said was true. I had put my cash app up and I was sitting there saying, yeah, you know, because I don't need to ask nobody for nothing. I do my own shit. I don't care. But my cash app is all over my page. So my godmother, when I got to her house, she said, you know, I want to punch you in your face. And I was like, what? Why? She said, for real, you like an idiot. And I was like, wait, what? What I do? You know, I'm looking at my clothes and stuff. She said, you are online yelling. You don't need anybody, but your cash app is up there. So do you, are you begging? Do you need people or you don't? Because if you don't need somebody, then take your cash app down. I had to sit there and was like, damn, she's right. And it baffles me when I see people that do that. I don't need nobody. Fuck everybody. I'm self-made, but your cash app is up there. So you do need people, right? You need support. Because you're not doing it on your own. And I'm not mad against that. I put my cash app up. I sell my wares. You know, I promote my services. So, and I've been doing it for a minute. It ain't been no month, two months. No, I, I post up memories. I, people love to be authentic. Yes, it's, it is called for sometimes. To share your story, to share your plight, to share your experience, because that experience can help someone. But don't share your experience. Oh my God, my baby daddy left me. I ain't got no friends. And shit ain't going right. You got your cash app and somebody put in the comments, I just sent you $100. Girl, I'm blessed. Won't God do it? And now you good. But then when that $100 run out, I ain't got no friends. I ain't got my baby daddy. Don't love me. Oh, I got. Until somebody posts. In the comment, oh, I sent you 200. I hope that's a blade. Oh, I'm so good. Oh, my God. But then when that run out, women don't support me. I can't be around women. I'll be like, okay. Now, this is my, my opinion, right? Not throwing shade at people. Where once you start begging, Right. And then when somebody say, well, damn, you know, and it was this. This is a true story. This person was online and they were saying, you know, how women and people don't support them and how, you know, they baby daddy did some foul shit and all of that. And, that you know, they can't have women as friends because women are jealous of them. So somebody had wrote in the comments, you know, you're a crown priestess. 
Wouldn't you want to lean on your Arisha? Wouldn't your Arisha bring you those things that you need? Don't talk about my initiation and just start breaking down their lineages and all that. And I'm like saying to myself, who are you convincing them or yourself? Because if you don't have faith in what walks with you, then what? What? Then you will constantly be on there begging. You'll constantly be on there complaining, saying how someone's throwing at you and somebody's trying to stop you. I'm not arrogant. I'm not saying I'm above or I'm more powerful. But I learned that from Porterfield. And y'all already know the story. If you don't have faith in what walks with you, then you defeat it beyond. I can't teach you faith. You got to learn that on your own. I remember when someone was like, oh my God, this person is throwing voodoo at you. This person, I said, good, good. And I kept doing what I was doing. And they was really aggravated. And they just kept on, oh, I bet you your, your back is hurt. Well, my back is hurt because I had surgery on it. That ain't got nothing to do with somebody. This is way before they came along. Oh, my, no, my money's not funny. It don't even crack jokes. Matter of fact, me and my money has been really, really getting to know each other. My credit score went up 49 points. <laughs> like, are you serious? Nah. And if they are, then tell them to keep doing what they're doing because my shit is going well. Oh, well, you know, I, I'm, I, it may not be today. Listen, don't put your fears and phobias on me. Don't. Don't. I, I, I believe in who walks with me. I have faith in who walks with me. I'm not worried about that. I, I've spent my life on making bad decisions and bad choices. Now I'm spending my life on making correct choices, positive decisions, having outcomes and having solutions and learning about finances and things of that nature. Not just trying to worry about what somebody else is doing in their house or over in their yard. Why? I don't pay rent over there. I asked somebody that the other day, why are you so worried about what is going on in someone else's house that you don't pay rent for? Because I don't. I do not. Even my kids. I'm not worried about what's going on in your house. Why? Because I don't pay rent there. They ain't got shit to do with me. I worry about my, my little, my little hole, my little cubby, my path, my road that I paved. It says, my, you know, eBay, my godfather used to always say, perfect your craft, perfect your craft, build your lane, perfect your craft and do you. And I have been doing that. Yeah, you will have stragglers. You will have people that's going to come over there and try you and see what you're doing. Great. God bless it. If you get up early in the morning and worry about what I'm doing and seeing if I'm talking about you or your friend, the problem ain't with me. And no, I am not that chick to match energies. I'm not going to go through this whole healing journey to jump down and match energies. Oh, well, if they go low, I'm going lower. I know you a goddamn lie. I'm, listen, block delete works well. Oh, but they're going to talk about you. Good. They talked about Jesus. I know. I'm, who am I? So they're going to talk about me all day. You think I give zero fucks? I don't care. Child, if they talking about me, guess what? They talking about you too. 
And I don't have time to worry about what people are saying at all. Why? What? First of all, if you don't live where I live, why do I care? Oh, but they done posted your picture and they done said that. God bless them. Tell them thank you. And when you sit around and you hear someone talking about me, turn to them, look them right in their face and say, you know, she don't give a fuck, right? And keep it moving. Oh, but it could be your family. And, and, but do you, t I don't have time to talk about nobody. I'm worrying about me and mine. I am too busy focused on my stuff. I got things to do. It, I, it, listen, the one thing I did learn from a lot of people that are established. If you are busy working on your stuff, you ain't got time to be worried about nobody else. Real talk. You don't have time. I, for this past week, I had some really deep, beautiful conversations. A lot of it opened my eyes and a lot of it was like, wow, I really had grown. Right? So one conversation was with a sister and she was saying how, you know, women are jealous of her and her relationship with her significant other. And I was like, well, why? Oh, because, you know, she's always there. He's always popping up. And I said, oh, okay. So, all right. I've been married twice. My second husband passed away. He bought When I first got married... And I was 18, going on 19. Now, that was the age where I would run up on girls and sit there and call girls jealous and all of that, right? And believe it or not, it had something. my mother and them didn't do that. Um, it was the people that were around my age and the people I was hanging with, right? Because growing up in South Jamaica, sitting in the square, everybody thought that, oh, that bitch wants your man and you'll be out here arguing and fighting and all that. And this nigga might be with the next chick. So... Um, and then when I moved and I got married again, I moved to Atlanta. Now I'm not influenced by those that I hang with because now it's a different set of women. These women are married. The people I was hanging with in New York, none of them were married. They, they lived with their man. They shacked. Right. And I remember when Sister Morris Jackson said, um, Shacking ain't marriage. You know, if you can't build the house on a strong foundation of what you're doing. Now, I know some of y'all, oh, my God, I don't believe in marriage. Well, that's you. But I be damned. I, I live by the adage of if he can license his goddamn dog and know we're not the same, then I deserve a ring. Because what are we doing? What are we doing? Are we building something? And what are we showing our children? Because I be damned, we just going to shack and live and we invest. And then when you ready to, even though, and I know what y'all say, well, he could be married and still leave. No, no, no. We, there's marriage. Now, you may have a bad experience with marriage and feel that, oh, I'll never get married again. Because I know a few people that say that. And that's great. That's cool. You know, until you learn to heal. Because healing is something that is necessary. And when you learn it, it, it becomes, you know, so much better. And um, not doing the trauma bond and all of that. Or, and I would hang around people in New York and they'd be like, yeah, he said he's not ready and I'm not ready. And when I'm ready, he's not ready. And when he's ready, I'm not ready. And, and I'm like, nah. Or the, the great lie. 
that's my husband. Y'all married? No, you know, but you know, we together. No, I, I'm not going to live a lie. So, and that's just me. I, I'm, if it's not for you, hey, keep scrolling. I'm just telling you for me. So, <laughs> I, when I moved to Atlanta and I was hanging around married people and my conversations became different, I started learning and it just, it was a different vibe. And I remember coming up to New York with my family and the people I used to hang with, we had came up and we was like, yo, you know, the kids all want to stay at your house and, you know, we just chill out. She said, oh, now mind you, <laughs> I'll never forget this one. Mind you. I said, okay. I said, we can make a pallet on the floor and just sleep there. She said, oh, I have to ask my man. I said, oh, okay. So he comes and he was like, nah, they're not married. I said, uh-uh. Because we had, I was laminated. Like we had it in the car. And because, you know, when you go places and you have to fill out like for things and the first thing they ask, I don't know about how New York does it. I know in Atlanta, every time you fill out something, they be like, you have your marriage license and you have to have it. So I showed him. I said, no, nah, we married. My last name is Floyd. Like we're married. I said, now show me yours. He was like, nah, we ain't married. I said, OK, then. <laughs> and I said, you. So my husband, he said, we're not here to argue. He said, come on. So we went and stayed at my mother-in-law house. And, you know, we stayed up for two days. So when the next day he had to go and take care of something. And I went up on the avenue to get my hair done. And this is the, the silly shit that I had enjoyed. Because this is what it was used to. Oh, so where you at? I said, oh, I'm up on the Ave, right? God bless the dead when he was doing my hair. I said, I'm getting a doobie. And, um, you know, and then I may buy the kids something. And, you know, I work my way back down to the projects. She was like, oh, oh, because, um, so where's Craig? I said, you know, he's taking care of business. He had to go to the studio and stuff. So he had to take care of business. He has a meeting. And she was like, oh, so when did y'all get married? Is that legit? I said, you saw the stamp? I said, yeah, we got married. I said, we got married in September. She was like, oh, oh. I said, yeah, September 27th. She was like, oh, you know, because he he was, you know, he, I don't know. You, I guess we'll never get married. I said, girl, what are you calling me for? I said, because I'm going to get my hair done. I'm going to get my hair washed. So what? what's up? How how do you marry someone? Do you trust him? I said, if I didn't trust him, I didn't. I wouldn't have married him. You sure he's at a meeting? I said, why did you see him? Now I already knew she didn't see him because where he was meeting at was going out to a Long Island Jew Jewish, so out that way. <clears throat> so I said, yeah, he's at a meeting. So I started laughing. I said, girl, I see you when I get around there. Okay, because my kids was at her house. They was, you know, playing around out there. So then I said, well, I brought them some clothes because they spent their night. So let them go up there and take a shower. Like we dropped off clothes for them. So they take a shower and stuff. And I said, we're going to sit here and y'all bring me down your dirty clothes. So we can put it in it because I don't believe in leaving no clothes behind in nobody's house. 
So we put left that in the car and in the van, and then he dropped me off on the Ave, right? So I already knew where he was going. I, he already knew where I was going. So when I got finished and I was walking down, you know, from the avenue and I'm walking down in the projects and stuff, word went like wildfire because she told everybody. She was like, oh, my God, I didn't know you got married. I said, yeah. I said, he proposed to me in New York and we got married down in Atlanta. Girl, you sure it's going to work? I said, did yours work? Oh, I ain't married. I said, say less. And I kept it moving. Right. So people that we saw that I saw and stuff and it was like, oh, shit, I didn't know you was up here. I was like, yeah. So, you know, and I'm talking to people and stuff. Now, they would ask, oh, my God, I heard you got married. Yeah, I did. So I had my ring. You know, it wasn't no grand ring. Right. Because we're not here to impress anybody. It wasn't no cheapy ring, but it wasn't no grand grand. I wasn't sitting with no seventy, eighty thousand dollar ring when my rent was 800 that don't make no sense i didn't have a house i was living in an apartment like no we was getting our, our finances and shit together so she was like um how much was your dress i said i just got some material and i wrapped my head and wrapped my skirt and that was it oh oh so we, I said, we got married in the courthouse and then we went and then we waited for a few months so our bills can be paid and we met up in New York and I brought the kids. Oh, y'all didn't go to Allen? I said, pause. When did you get married? Oh, I didn't. How long you been with your man? Oh, we've been together for 10 years. Wow. How long you and Craig was together? Six years. Well, why y'all wait? You you weren't about six and you've been with this motherfucker for shit. You've been with them longer than I had kids. Are you serious? Girl. So anyway, all right, that's not the conversation. Conversation is changing your environment. Growth. Growth is so beautiful when you start changing, when you start healing, when you start working on yourself. Because, like I said, someone that is busy and that's doing their own thing, you don't have time to be looking over the gate in somebody else's backyard wondering what the fuck they're doing. Why? Because you're too busy working in your own shit. And when you see folks looking over your yard, my mother was known for that. She'll have her water hose, and when Teresa used to look over the thing, she'll wet the shit out of them. And they'd be like, oh my God, Miss Robert, why you wet me with water? She said, why are you looking over my fence? <laughs> what my business got to do with your business? <laughs> Money. And that was it. So it's okay to spray water on, on the nosy. Psst, spray their asses. Oh my God, you wet me. What you doing over here? <laughs> you weren't invited. I didn't invite you. I also learned of being mindful. Be mindful of who you bring in your house and who you bring in your surroundings. Everybody that say they're your friend and they got your back is not. It's not. Every enemy is not your enemy. So, no, but choose wisely. Use discernment. Just don't. Listen, I had to learn that shit real quick. You know, people always, oh, my God, you my sister. Mm -mm. We ain't been through nothing. I ain't been in your house. You ain't been to mine. I ain't take you to certain places. Nah, I'm good. I, I know you. Yeah, yeah, that's my girl. Like, hey, what's up? And keep it moving. We see each other, we have some fun, and then we gone. No, no, I don't pick up the phone and call you like that. And even if I do, it's a one-sided conversation. 
So no, you have to be mindful who you let around. It, you know, this was the first year I didn't have to post on New Year's. Oh, I'm going to start cutting people off. Because a sister told me, and it was true. You won't have to cut no one off if you use discernment and put people where they belong. Just don't give everybody that title of friend and sister and that's my friend. No, I know them. You know, but we, we're not like that. No, baby. You got to go through some shit with me. I got to go through some shit with you. Uh-uh. We, we just not going to use that so loosely no more. So this was the first year that I didn't have to post, oh my God, I'm cutting people out and I'm starting all over. I have to post that. Why? Because it's so much easier when the trash take themselves out. But I didn't have to do all of that because I started using discernment. I started setting boundaries. I healed from those fucking trauma bonds. Well, I don't like her. You don't have to like her neither. Stop. Pause. We're we not in elementary. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. You know? So learning that, um, not jumping in people's beef or missing out on your blessings. <laughs> there was this girl, right? And when I tell you, I've never done nothing wrong to her. I've always was nice to her. You know, whenever she hit me up in the DMs, I try my best to answer in the most respectful way I can, right? Or if it's too much, I tell her to call me. I didn't charge her anything. So she blocked me and took me off her page. I said, okay. So maybe about a year or so, she hits me up. She was like, oh my God, I apologize to you. And I'm like, why? Why are you apologizing? She said, oh, because I listened to these people and they was telling me that you were horrible, you was a thief and you were phony. She said, but in reality, it was them. She said, her husband was the one like... Did she ever disrespect you? Did she ever? And she was like, no, no. And whenever I needed something or if I needed some information, she would help me. And if she didn't know, she'd tell me to give her 48 hours. And whatever information she got or who I can ask to go, she said, and she'll send that to me. And she never posted about it. She never dogged me out or nothing. So these two women that told her this was charging her. Anytime she asked him a question, they sent her a receipt. Anytime she spoke to them, it was always negative about everybody else. And she was like, nah, this is not right. And she apologized. And I was like, okay. I said, no, say less. I said, say less. I've learned over the years and I've seen firsthand, how people will put their fears and phobias and whatever they might have went through. If me and someone don't get along, I'm not going to tarnish your way of, of knowing them or your experience of getting to know them. You learn on your own. Now, if they're rapists or if they're abusive, yeah, I'm going to tell you. Like, nah, that person's a fucking rapist. You got daughters, my, these are the receipts. It is what it is. Because then you can't say, oh, well, no, and it's not out of jealousy. These are the things that they did. So, 
But if it's just, okay, they said something smart or, you know, some bullshit and it's on both our ends, I'm not going to tarnish your experience with them. That's on you. And trust me, I've done that with a lot of people. Now, when they come back, oh, my God, this person did me, whatever. I don't even say I told you so. I go, wow, wow, I hope you heal. And that's it. Because I have one saying, right? And I tell people, be mindful of the person I ignore or the person I'm, I don't associate with. Because I don't have to tell you the story. But if I ain't around them, it got to be something. And it comes with receipts. Now, I'm not that person that's going to hold on to shit. And you can go back to 1984 and I got the text message. I'm not doing all that. I'm not. I am not uh, that chick, uh, Wachowski or whatever, to hold a dress. That's not me. That's not me. I, I know the truth and I'm good with it. And um, I'm not here to, because they know. So I'm not here to be like, oh, let me post with tweets and... I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I don't fuck with you. Go live your life. And I hope you have the life that you deserve. And that's it. That's all. That's it. I don't need to put you in anything. I don't need to have an upkeep of you. I wouldn't care if your cousin died, your best friend died, your grandma died, your momo died. I'm not giving a condolence. I'm not doing none of that. I'm just going to keep it moving. I say, if I like your kid or whatever, I say a prayer for them. I'm not worried about you. I'm going to keep it moving. Because what I'm not going to do is sit in your face and be phony. It ain't worth it. It's not. Go go be with whoever you need to be with. Go be with the great pumpkin. Because you don't need to be over here. Shit didn't change. No. And you you know, you know have people that's always saying, oh my God, if I bail, forgiveness is between man and God. Good. Go up there and get forgiveness. Because <laughs> I'm not. I'm not, I'm not in the Bible. I've learned that people will give you they ask to kiss. And with the same mouth and the same tooting that they gave you will come and ask you a favor. <laughs> the audacities. Even your family. People want to be not seen to help people want clout people live off of likes social media is everything you know if it's on social media it's believable and i'll be sitting there saying poor babies you know um and also i've learned that consistency is key if you have something and you want it to move or you believe in it and you want to share it then okay I'm going to do just as much as I can, but I'm not going to do, I'm not going to do more than what you would do because this is your company. I'm not going to ask people, oh, well, you know, can you promote me? And I'm not doing nothing on my end. Nah. Now I do it for a week. I usually get everybody my word. I promote you. I'll help you for a week. I'll, you know, guide you for a week. After that, it's a wrap. It's done. Go get, go be with God, honey. Go ahead. Because, see, I'm going to promote mine. I, I Listen, I love money. Right? I do. I love her. She is an amazing piece of energy. I love her. Right? I love prosperity. I love financial freedom. I do. I like to be able to pay my bills 
and still have something left over. I like to pay myself first, right? So I love that. I don't want to think that if I do work on Monday and Tuesday and the rest of the month, I'm thinking that it's going to walk through the door. No. Faith without works is dead. I know they told y'all that. Um, I've seen where people think in a relationship they own you. I was in a relationship and I stepped away. I made that choice to step away. Because I told the person, I love me more than they can ever imagine. I am not that chick that will chase you and hunt you down. I understand. I work. They work. And I get that. But if I'm taking out my day to say, hey, what's up? You good? I expect that same. And when you can't give it or be consistent and you rather do something else, then I'm going to give you your freedom. Go and be you. Go be great. The problem that the person had was, oh, well, I'll be great for six months and then I'm coming back. Pause. This door is locked. It is a do not return. I do not live. My door is not a turnstile. Oh, but if you love me. Yeah, but I love me more. I didn't come this far to lose everything. And when dudes sit and say, oh, you don't know how to handle me. Child, I had a mum before. I'm good. I'm good. I, I, you're right. I, I don't want you. I don't. I'm good. Oh, you will never meet no one like me. That is the plan, Stan. I don't want to meet that. So now I have to detox, heal, because I don't want to have that same characteristics back in my cipher. You're right. You are definitely right. But I don't want to hold you up. You may be a great man, but you're not great to me or for me. So go and find your greatness. Real talk. I'm not that person. I, You know, my, my brother used to call me. It's a movie with Robert De Niro and um, Al Pacino. And they're in a restaurant. And he said, you always have to be prepared to walk away <laughs> away from anything in less than three minutes, right? So my brother used to always say, that's me. He used to be like, yo, my sister will walk away real quick. And, you know, guys would tell him, nah, not her, she in love. No, no, I love me more. Now I've always loved me more. I will give you the time of day. And when I see that your words don't match up with your actions... I am not that chick to be sitting there saying, well, give another chance. I love him. Oh, my God. No, no, no. I love me. I love the fuck out of me. And I am not going to waste my time on someone that's not sure of what they want. And I'm not here to raise nobody else's son. I raise mine. I'm not here to waste time with you because you're trying to figure out what it is. I suggest you go get some therapy. Oh, well, you know, I spent time with you. We was together for two years. In two years, you should have appreciated that, and you don't. 
So let me not hold you up. He's a great guy. He's just not a great guy for me. And I want him to go find his greatness. So I told him, go find your greatness. You will call, ladies and gentlemen, it's been damn near four months. I ain't picking up no phone. What? What did I tell y'all? A busy person? A person that's doing their thing? They ain't got time to be worried about nobody else. And I definitely don't worry about a dude that ain't worrying about me. Uh-uh, baby. Now, I do have male friends that will pick up the phone and be like, hey, you good? Yeah, okay. All right. I'm just checking on you. Okay. And every so often, I return that energy. You good? Yeah, I'm good. All right. Yo, when you come down to New York, let's go and have lunch. Great. If I'm free and it's within my schedule, I will. Oh, okay, okay. Now, if you're my man, I'm going to make time for you. But if you're a friend, if it's within my schedule, because I already have things piled out. So if it's in my schedule, hey, and I'll let you know. I'll give you 48 hours. Hey, I'll be down in on this time. You know, you free. And sometimes they'll like, yo, he'll be like, yo, I'll pick you up after I finish. Okay. Or you want to go see a basketball game. Great. Because I, I love watching basketball. I'm not a basketball fan. I'm football, but I like watching basketball, like with the teenagers and, you know, you have the dudes that are playing in the schools, in the gym, man, they be, they be hustling. So I, I like that. And I have a friend that's a, a referee. So he gets into games and he'd be like, yo, come through, yo, come through so you can see a game. And I'd be like, all right, you know, so I come through and we enjoy and then later on we go to the city or somewhere, eat some lunch or some dinner and, you know, we go our separate ways. Drop me off and we go our separate ways. Now, if I'm at a hotel, real talk. You know, he'll come through, no sex, right? No sex, real talk, no sex. But he'll come through, we'll talk, bug out, bullshit, watch a show. And he'll be like, all right. Because um, he always laugh and be like, damn, you're not that Netflix and chill girl. No, I'm not. I'm a grown-ass woman. If I'm going to sleep with you, I'm going to sleep with you. I'm not. I'm not, boo-boo. No, uh-uh. And I am, I don't know about y'all. I love my life. This is what my mom and them taught me. And I, I lost a good friend, right? I did. I lost a good friend. She was a great young lady in Atlanta. And um, she was dating this guy, unbeknownst to her, that he had AIDS. And he had AIDS. And she slept with him, and he was sleeping with other people, and she died. She got sick, and she died. And she was like, yo, he didn't want to wear a condom. How do you put your life in someone's hands that you don't know? How do you just, and you know, and I have women will tell me, oh, he don't want to wear a condom then he don't want no pussy. I'm being real. Oh, but, you know, he eat, girl, you can get creative. If you can't go and get you a dental dam, go get you some colorful saran wrap, get a little marker and put it on there so he know what side to lick on and put that over there. And y'all just exercise some cute little stuff and role play. And you put that beautiful, colorful pink and green. I love colorful saran wrap. I put that on me because... I don't know. I'm asking questions. When the last time you been to the dentist? When the last time you been for a checkup? Well, I don't believe in that. Oh, we not screwing. Uh-uh. You don't care about your health? You don't? Let me tell y'all this, because this 
was like a shocker to me, right? And I understand. So don't hit me with, oh, if I bail because you on this healing journey don't mean everybody's healing. When you get to a certain age, right? I know we don't think about it. But in this day and age, you got to think about this. Life insurance. I'm not making a plug for someone. Life insurance. I, I don't want that burden on my family. No, because they ain't going to do it. I love them. The smartest thing my aunt did, because she knew her family didn't have no goddamn money, was my aunt, and she didn't advertise it. When they when she passed away, Ibae, her grandson said, I think she had, um, no, her son said, I think she had life insurance. Her grandson said, no, she has life insurance. She left everything in her box. And when they opened it, she had it. She had $17,000, which was enough to put her away. Real talk. All she wanted to do, have a funeral and put her in the ground. The most expensive thing was getting her a plot, right? Because those are expensive. And she wanted her tombstone, right? So she had that. He had enough money for all of that to take care of what needed to be taken care of. No, she didn't need... Uh, horse and carriage, which I still think that is so funny to me. But, hey, get her cute little casket, dress her up, uh, and uh, have someone sing. Y'all come in and say a few words, preach, say your goodbyes, go on back to your house and stuff, and then take me to the um, cemetery. Put me in the ground, say y'all last goodbyes, throw some flowers and some dirt on me, and let's go. That was my aunt. She had $17,000. The whole thing came up to $12,000. So they had a little extra change left over, and he was supposed to, the grandson was supposed to, you know, divide it out between her two sons and her other granddaughter. Child, he took all that money for herself, didn't get him nothing. But she got buried the right, what she wanted. So he, he carried out her final wishes. So while I was in the post office today, I was, you know, paying my life insurance. I don't know about y'all, but I pay it for two months, right? <laughs> two months. Two months is up. Now, if I, once I start getting everything in order, then I'll pay it yearly. Right? So that's a bill I don't have to worry about. But for now, two months. And you'll be amazed on... Because when, you, when you're when you standing in the post office, you have people standing right there with you. And the lady... I was like, you know, I need two self-addressed envelopes. And she was like, oh. I was like, yeah, and I need two money orders. Right? Because one was for a bill and the other one was for my... um my um life insurance so she was like she said oh you're sending it because she was saying do i need a package or whatever i said no 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 it's just going for my life insurance you should have saw these people looking at me and a good friend was telling me you know Ifa, most people don't even think about life insurance because a lot of people have this fear of death and they don't think about life insurance. And so, and I'm like, you know, people don't think about life insurance. People don't think about medical. You know, I know people that have 
great coverage. And you say, yo, when the last time? Oh, child, ain't nothing wrong with me. That's the only time I go to the doctor. What? You don't get a physical? I'm talking about a full physical. Don't have me standing there. You listen to my heart and then, oh, you're healthy. No, where's the blood work? Where is, I, I, I need to test my breathing, my ears, nose, throat doctor, ass and elbow. Like, I'm going for the full makeup. The GYN, all of that. Mammograms, all of that. And they were like, no, I don't do that. If you can't, if you can't get those things, which is the most simplest things, to get those things in order, then how is there that you would, because, you know, when you're choosing your mate, just a thought, when you're choosing your mate, you want this person to be able to be functioning and you want this person to be responsible and you want this person to be consistent and you want this person to be healing you don't want a person that's like nah i don't go to doctors or nah you know I'm a dentist wow i don't have no toothache oh my god do you brush your teeth do you brush your tongue like oh my goodness and you know it's sad but a lot of guys I like that. And so I, I will say this brother, he was like, no, nah, you know, I got to go to the doctor in the morning. I was like, good, you know, call me and tell me what happened. You know what I'm saying? So I, I respect a man that invested in their health. I do. I do. I, I respect a man that invests in their health by any means necessary. Because that lets me know you care about your body. So I know you're going to care about mine. We just ain't fucking raw until we get married. Those condoms work. Yeah. I'm, I, I don't know you like that to trust you with my life. You didn't give it to me. So why I'm going to give you access for you to take it away or give me some kind of disease that I can't get rid of? Nah, no, 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 no. And when I have these conversations, do you know, like people will get offended and be like, Oh my goodness, I can't believe you're talking about that. I can't believe you're not. I, I can. You can't you can't ask people about them. If you want to be in my face, I am gonna ask. Baby, when's the last time you've been seeing a doctor? What about a therapist? You know, how's your relationship with you and your mom or your kids? What about your baby moms? Are you co-parenting or you just don't you are you a daddy or stepdaddy? First of all, let me just stop the whole thing. Are you a partner or a project? Because I don't have time to be dating nobody's fucking project. I, I didn't like art school, art class when I was a kid. So I know I'm not too thrilled about liking it now. So if you are a project, keep going. Keep going because you smell like prison and bail money. And I don't need that. A partner is what you look for. No. And all that, well, sometimes you have to be there and you have to help. No, but we both can't be broken because... When you get healed, you're not going to want that broken version around you. So, no, we're not doing that. We're not. So, it was a lot of stuff, like I said, that I saw. And I had to unplug. I had, you know, I get online and once I post everything, then I get off. I get off. If you want a reading or something, then you'll text me. You, you'll text me. But And I remember people was like, well, why don't you have a website? Why? When you can just text me. I can schedule it myself. Oh, but you know, everybody, you could post it on their website. That's for everybody else. That's not for me. 
And in three years, I look forward to it. I've been reading cards for 28 years. Three more years, I'll be retired. I won't flip a card. None of that. I'll do my spiritual because I'm still crowned. And if my guy kids need something, by all means. But me running around, doing all that, making uh, appearances and reading cards and posting that I'm reading, I'm not doing that no more. Three years. Oshun said, this is not what I want you to do. And I respect her for it. She loves me enough to say, I, I want you over here. Thank you, ma'am. I love you, mom. Thank you. So you get three years. Next year, you'll be down to two. And I'm not that person to be like, oh, I retire. Oh, I'm coming back. No, baby. I'm done, done. Go enjoy your life. You want to get me out of retirement, you have to pay me a pretty penny. Other than that, no, baby. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Child, I'm taking all those spiritual people off my goddamn page when I retire and just have it where it is just me and family members and close friends. After that, I don't need to see what nobody's doing. If you want me to help you, you're going to pay me. Other than that, I am not, no, no podcast, no uh, lives. TikTok will just be for entertainment purposes only. And I'm already putting myself in that position because I look at re recipes. Child, I used to be on TikTok when I first started on it, like three years ago. I would just be on there, you know, trying to find spiritual stuff. In there. Now I'll be on there just looking at recipes, seeing what I'm going to make. Shit, baby. I be looking on there trying to say, oh, ooh, this would be good. Let me substitute this out of this because I don't eat chicken or um, red meat. So, you know, seafood, yeah. And I'm getting ready to move away from that. But I just be looking at recipes and desserts like dump cakes and pies. And, you know, I just be looking at finding different cakes and stuff. And I be in here baking when the mood hit me. Like, I've been looking at salad. So, today, I'm going to make me this bomb-ass salmon salad. So, uh, yeah, no. I'm, I'm, I, I be on there realistically looking for inspirational stuff, you know, to post. But majority of the times, I be looking at recipes. And do it yourself. For real. Do it yourself. DIYs. Like, you know, how can I do this? Or painting this or whatever. And that's it. Or stuff about finances, you know, because as y'all see, uh, every place else around the world is stopping paper money. American dollar won't mean shit after a while. See, see, it's letting us, child, America and everything else is great to be humble. So you might as well start humbling yourself now, for real, because we are by far the worst. We worry about racism and greed and corruption that the world is moving on and we're still stuck trying to figure out who don't like who and what Kardashian is wearing this. Instead of educating, healing, promoting, we're not doing that and growing. We're not doing that. And I see why a lot of my friends have left America. A lot of my friends have left America and they live all over the world. You know, uh, I, I sometimes ask myself, why am I still here? I sometimes ask myself, why am I still here? Anyway, y'all, I give thanks. Uh, there will be another one on Sunday because I miss Monday and um, Wednesday. So I'll be doing another uh, podcast on Sunday. So, and then I'll get back into the swing of things of Monday and Wednesday. 